I am the doctor, this is my section. Earth is under my protection. Planet of birth is Gallifrey. I've got two hearts, your life is safe. Run into the master raw messy. Come on, Alonzo. Alonzi. I am a time lord. No, I'm not rich. Twelve bodies are men. Now it's time for a switch. Don't look like that. I'm in great health. You were expecting someone else. Regeneration. Oh, such fun. When I say run, run, run. What's up, my boy? Peace and sanity. Sorry, I must dash. Reverse the Polarity. Sometimes I'm north, but always a limey, wibbly, wobbly, timey, wimey. Jump in the TARDIS, go for a ride, it's bigger on the inside. Exploring all of time and space, oh, what's that? Exterminate. Cyberman or Daleks, maybe? Would you like a jelly baby? Time's ticking, we'd best go, a new adventure, Geronimo! I am fantastic, so are you best come with me, I'm Doctor Who. Welcome to a brand new episode of D4WH. I am your host. Oh, it broke your heart when you realised what I actually was. I'm Adam O'Sullivan. (laughs) It did break my heart. I'm so very sorry. (laughs) Joined as always by my co-host, look at you now, hosting a Doctor Who podcast. How did you ever come to this? (sighs) Oh, that's right. Me! (laughs) I have have just hit. I've hit the bottom. I've hit the bottom and I'm still digging. Oh, fantastic. This is rock bottom, baby. Rock bottom. It's Nakia Schutt. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good. Despite the fact that I had to watch this episode, I'm good. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, no. Okay. Anyway, we'll get there. Mm. Uh, please welcome our guest, whoever thought we'd miss Bill Gates. It's improviser Chloe Georgia from Full Head Foils. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining Hello. us. you got a Bill Gates reference. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why, but I'll take it. <laughs> and yeah. look at the quotes for the episode, and they're all about killing and death and stuff. Yeah. yeah. This was the, less, the least killy death quote that I could find, so I, I chucked it in. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, sorry, about this episode, like- yeah. As much as, like, I love the action, I, I still get bamboozled by, like, the tech stuff. I just watch it and just nod. So mm. it probably just went way over my head. Well, I think I think just that's like- the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Half the time the stuff in Doctor Who is stuff that is important and the other time, the other half is just stuff that they made up, basically. Yeah, yeah. they just sort of reversed the polarity and made yeah. it timey-wimey. They're kind of phrases that they use and you go, well, that <laughs> Yeah, they don't patronise the viewer in the sense where I don't have a clue. Yeah. yeah. It, it's actually <laughs> totally fine if you don't understand. What yeah. they're talking about. It's funny because there's a Doctor Who wiki, you know, where you can go and look at different parts, and half of the tech techno stuff leads to a page that goes, This was mentioned in this one episode, <laughs> yeah. and never again. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it, the good thing is they chuckle the stuff in, and then later on, if someone's like, Well, actually, I'm gonna turn that into a thing, they can. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. And this episode uh, was just screaming out. Reset button <laughs> right from the get-go. Oh, anyway. Uh, before we get it straight into the episode, as we always do with brand new uh, guests, Chloe, what is your history with Doctor Who? Okay, well, I actually have some notes because mm. um, I really intensely remember the first time I watched a Doctor Who episode. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So it was 2005 and it was in a holiday caravan park in Weymouth, UK. Ooh. And my dad was a massive Who fan, like the old school. Mm. And this is when the Christopher Eccleston episodes were coming out and there was a lot of hype in England and my dad was like, oh, we we got to stay in the caravan and watch the new Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, that's great. So <laughs> That I, would be me. That's yeah, so awesome. So 2005, I was 13. So I think I was like just the right age and I was like a bit of a nerdy theatre kid so I obviously really enjoyed it (laughs) Um, and then I was just an intense fan for the David Tennant 
series. And then I sort of fell out of it, Matt Smith, because mm. I think I've pinpointed that David Tennant as Doctor Who was my sexual mm, awakening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hello. So, and it was about my third sexual awakening. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you were 13 when Matt Smith was uh, was the Doctor, he was your sexual awakening. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, yeah, big fan of the Tennant episodes especially. So I was so uh, Please let happy. us know if Peter Capaldi was your sexual awakening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I missed those ones. <laughs> Any listeners out there? And uh, Jodie Whittaker might be a sexual awakening for some. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what I remember about this episode is that I didn't want to miss it. So we were, Dave and I were at a wedding reception. <laughs> we went back to the hotel, our, our room, yeah. watched it, and then came back to the wedding reception. And everybody's like, oh, I know what you two have been doing. I can no, imagine. Yeah. Don't. yeah, we've been watching Doctor Who. Is that a code for something? No, we literally watched Doctor Who. Yep, and we- then we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> And then we were too excited to have sex. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so awesome. Yeah, funny. I don't I don't remember where I was when I watched this episode, but uh, I do remember being very excited about it, mm. having just found out who the master was, mm. like, oh, my God, it connects to classic who. Um, but, yeah, David Tennant was my doctor as well. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no sexual awakening. Although Rose, I had a huge crush on Rose. Oh, so. my goodness. How yeah. could you not? My husband oh. has always had a crush on Amy Pont. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. He's mad for Amy. Sure. I sure. kind of felt bad for Freeman Adjman, though, with Martha. Oh, yeah, I mean, totally. she took over Me from too. Billy Piper, who is like, iconic, mm. really. In mm. the Basically given the exact same role, really. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the companion who's in love with the doctor. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the writing treated her poorly. Yeah. Yes. But then you saw these moments of brilliance yeah. like uh, in the human nature one and in this one where, you know, the character's quite strong. And but... she does so much in a year. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, in this totally. Episode, I mean... Well, so does the master. Builds whole factories in a yeah. year. Like, Jesus. I yeah. know. He's obviously got a very committed work. I need work <laughs> productivity in my life. Yeah, if I could yeah. do all that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but I think Freema Jamin's done now pretty well for herself recently. Oh, so, yeah. 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 She has. I'm she glad. Has. I'm happy for her. She deserves yeah, it yeah. after. Our episode today is Last of the Time Lords, Series 3, Episode 13, directed by Colin Teague uh, with uncredited partial contribution by Graham Harper and written by Russell T. Davies, originally aired on the BBC Saturday, June 30th, 2007. We start as we always do with a short synopsis. One year after the events of The Sound of Drums, the Master is preparing for war with the rest of the universe to establish a new Time Lord empire. Martha Jones has been travelling the world to try and find a way to stop the Master. In the end, it will be the Master against the Doctor, but who will end up being the last of the Time Lords? I mean, I like the fact that a lot of times... There's the threat that I'm going to take over the world, whereas yeah. this one, eh, yeah, it's happened. Yeah. And he started to ruin things. And as soon as they said one year later and he'd ruined things, I went, eh, they're going to reset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just There's pick no it. Way. There's no way people are going to forget uh, no. a whole year no. where, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because, you know, this was my first introduction to the master and you think, oh, my God, it's the Doctor's nemesis. And now we've gone back and started watching some of the classic episodes and it's like, oh, my God, mm. the master in the classic episodes was so low tier. Like- so what's he like in the – Old episodes, because uh, I don't have a reference A bit shit. Yeah, in one episode he tried to delay the Magna Carta. That was his plan. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he doesn't outthink him. 
He just has like a device that shrinks people. Oh, that's so you know, right? I'm going to take over the world. Shrink, shrink, shrink. Yeah. yeah. Go. Well, you know, it's not much of a plan, really, is it? Yeah. yeah. Take your shrinky thing away, and you're screwed. But he does do. He will hypnotize people to follow him around, which is why I assume. His wife is doing his bidding, although mm. that's never explained. No, and I must say, John Sim is a fantastic oh, casting oh, choice. Yeah, he, insane, is, yeah. he just looks like a guy who is like, I'm just going to have the time of my life totally. playing this role. He, he really looks like he is having fun. Yeah, yeah. and he does not give a shit. No. <laughs> the, in the episode before, I actually wrote a note about it because it cracked me up so much. Oh, something said to him and he just goes like thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. It's, like, it's interesting that all the humour in this episode comes from the crazy megalomaniac, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. So brilliant. But it, it works. Oh, yeah, totally. It, yeah. Totally. You're really drawn to whenever he's on screen, mm. you, you know, even though you're going, oh, I don't want him to win, you're kind of going, oh, he's kind of cool. <laughs> I know he? he's yeah. going to lose, but I hope he doesn't lose too badly. Yeah, you know? I almost just didn't want – there was that bit where David Tennant in the perspective crawls out of that little tent yeah. and the Scissor Sisters, I don't care yeah. if you <laughs> should live or die. Like, this is like the sassiest yeah. like villain ever and there's yeah. that part of you like now oh. that you've mentioned that there are two versions of this episode i assume you nikia you watch the streaming yes yes so nikia and i watch the streaming version but there's also a broadcast version which i also watched and which chloe watched right so the broadcast version the original broadcast version in the uk was five minutes longer mm-hmm. and then they edited it edited it down for the international market presumably because they probably couldn't get the rights for the sisters song and that's the episode that is now on all the streaming services. Ah. So most people who didn't watch the original broadcast or don't have the DVDs yeah. will have watched the edited version. Oh, without the Scissor Sisters. Without the Scissor Sisters. Because I yeah, watched it thinking, right. where was the Scissor Sisters? Yeah. And then I rewatched the episode, uh, the broadcast version. I was like, oh, there it is. You've so I will point out the scenes that were cut for the uh, shorter one. Our first cut is right at the start of the episode after the theme song. There's a cute little animation at the start where a voice tells people to avoid Earth as it is currently heading towards Terminal extinction. Whilst cute, it kind of undermines the later references that the rest of the universe doesn't know what's happening on Earth. Yeah. So I have a lot of issues with this particular episode where sure. they, they've left things dangling. They yeah. do things that don't make sense. You know, they don't explain what's been going on with the wife because suddenly she shoots him. Uh, hmm. Why? Well, she does have a bruise over her eyes, and I think it. I think oh yeah, the I think he beats her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which There's nothing like a little domestic violence in Doctor Who. Well, it's all fun and games, <laughs> but if you start, you know, mm. beating your wife, it's like, okay, you're a real villain. Then. Yeah, yeah. You've got you start breaking that down and mm. really thinking about it. The master really is an asshole. Oh, oh yeah, my totally. God, yeah, yeah. You know, as much as you think, oh, he's funny and stuff. No, no. There's some serious yeah, shit he going is on. Actually, with this unhinged. Guy. Yes, mm. but they could have. Knew it a bit more, maybe. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I don't think that they'd make that choice this time. No. But, yeah, it, it was in that time a choice that they made and, yeah. But uh, it is quite a I, – I remember not thinking much about it at the time and then mm. watching it again going, oh, okay, that's mm. that's dark. Yeah. That's, like, really dark yeah. for Doctor Who. Uh, one year later, Martha Jones has returned to the UK by dinghy. She has been sailed around the world and apparently is the only person to get out of Japan alive. So we know that the Master isn't a Japanophile. Those <laughs> incels were probably fine with a Master taking control until he took their anime away. That's exactly <laughs> right. What I 
what I have decided yes. is that I would do Martha's job if everybody who was my contact was as good looking as the guy, <laughs> yeah, who is yeah. now the um, our lead actor in Lucifer. Yeah. Oh, see, I know him He's from Welsh. Miranda. If anyone, oh, yes, over here. yes, oh, he did look familiar. He, the awkward dorky chef guy yes. who ends up sure. getting with Miranda. Wow. So, yeah. Well, he's definitely not that in Lucifer. No, I've heard. <laughs> he's, uh, I, I've watched a little bit of Lucifer and, and uh, I'm like, I know this guy from yeah. somewhere and I had to look it up and I went, oh. Yeah. yeah, well, Martha seems super into him. So I, I doubt that her contacts the rest of the world have been as hot as him because she is like, at one point she's oh. just like, is there a Mrs. Milligan? Yeah. It's like, you are, this is the apocalypse. Hey, Can you like? On. It's been a long apocalypse. I understand. Okay. And, and I kind of love that this whole episode as well, like all the serious serious themes, but it was like Martha is like come back and she don't need the doctor no more. Yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. to all these places in a year. <laughs> and like obviously it amalgamates her at the end then being like, you know, mm. I need to leave you. So I was yeah. like, yeah. Although there is, like- there is a cut scene just after she meets Tom Milligan where she talks about, oh, I'm traveling with another doctor because he says he can travel because he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's just a very short yeah. scene, but she does say, oh, great, I'm traveling with a doctor. So. Oh, well, I'm, I'm uh, glad that that's not in there. Mm. But, yes, I do. I think after a year of that, don't mind the PTSD she'd be, <laughs> she'd be suffering. There should at least be one good-looking contact along the way <laughs> that you want to get it on with, I'd say. Yeah. So. Well, she's the legend Martha. She could, like, rock up to a refugee camp and be like, I am Martha, I need water, yeah. food, <laughs> and your hottest single man. <laughs> A legend within 365 days. Yes. Honestly, like I did, watching it as a teenager, you don't register mm. how short a year is. Yes. And yeah. it was honestly the first thing I thought the second watching this episode. I was like, how have you walked across the States, come from Japan in a dinghy, yeah. become mm. a legend yeah. in exactly 365 days? But her legend I precedes mean- her as well. So <laughs> the people are communicating that. She had to like get a dinghy across to yeah. England and yet somehow they're getting communications across, you know. Because like. yeah, somebody's on the, on the like, you know, the telegraph going, hey, Martha, she's a bit of a legend. <laughs> she's a legend. Also, not too bad on the eyes, if you know. <laughs> Send your hottest. <laughs> she's in a dinghy right now, coming now. <laughs> she, she's in a dinghy and, boy, is she thirsty. <laughs> you think there was like all the contacts, all the spies got together and they fought it out <laughs> to see who. They were like, no, not hot enough. No, not hot enough. We're talking models, people. Give me your models. You, you're going to be starring in Lucifer. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, he was a different character again in Miranda, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, just completely. No, surprisingly he didn't play Lucifer in Miranda. <laughs> oh, I find that weird. The cute comedy show yeah. about Miranda Hart. Strange. That would be amazing, What though. were they thinking? Miranda being like, I can't balance my life. Hi, I'm Lucifer. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Sign me up, baby. (laughs) Different show. Yeah. (laughs) Then we have perhaps our most devastating cut on the airship Valiant. The master wheels around the doctor in a wheelchair whilst I can't decide by the Scissor Sisters plays. Yes. So great. That is so cool. And, And the popularity for the song went up. After this episode, and I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking banger of a song. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I hope I stuck it on my playlist after I watched this yeah. episode. So uh, I still say the best out of the two-parter is mm. Voodoo Dolls. Sure, sure. Voodoo Dolls? 
Uh, yeah, Voodoo, Voodoo yeah. Child. Yeah. Voodoo, Voodoo Child, child yeah, yeah, that's it, Voodoo Child. By the yeah. Rogue Traders was the, the Rogue Traders, that's, right. that's it. God, that's yeah. been annoying me. Yeah. Because oh. ever since last week when we were doing it, I've been going around, you come the drums, you come the drums. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love, because I love the song because if you listen to the whole song, it's it's literally a song about trying to kill someone. Uh, the different ways you would murder someone. Mm. And then it's not like there's a moral quandary. It's not like he's like, oh, I don't know if I can kill you. The reason he doesn't know if he wants to kill him is because he's like, if I kill you and I don't do a good enough job, you will come back and murder me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's such a beautiful, it's, it's a great oh, tongue the Scissor in- Sisters. Yeah, the Scissor yeah. Sisters song. It's such a great tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. song. I mean, most of their their songs were tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was. It's a great song. And it felt like a really, like, grown-up part of the episode as yeah. well. Like, mm. it was just so different. I think they obviously, Doctor Who has that beautiful um, orchestral music all mm. the way through, which mm. is just stunning and sets the mood. Mm. And I remember just watching that scene and then re-watching it yesterday. And I was just like, this is really cool. And yeah. it was like a real, like, contemporary moment. And I was like, and John Sim just acting like a complete psycho. Oh, yeah. I just, <laughs> just I, love, I love the, when they put in the... Pop culture references mm. and the modern songs. Yeah. You know, I just think it, it works. And Russell T. Davies was really good at yeah. doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I felt very lucky to watch a Russell T. Davies mm. episode because his writing is just is just brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the master wheels the doctor up to a window and they watch the toclophane fly past. The master wants to know why Martha has returned back to the UK because apparently the information has instantly reached a flying aircraft. The doctor gives Martha's mum the signal to move at three and she passes it through Martha's family, eventually reaching Captain Jack, who is locked up below deck. I assume at one point they would have discussed the plan somehow. Well, why did it take them a year to come up with that shit plan? <laughs> three. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. We're going to do something at three, apparently. <laughs> what have they? Is this the same plan they've been doing every week? <laughs> I yeah. just yeah, like a daily occurrence. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it again. <laughs> oh, this one again. <laughs> Jack's dead. No, because because when he does get the the uh, the laser screwdriver, he's surprised, being like, "Oh, it's isometric." Like in the past year, the the master hasn't once revealed, "Oh, you'll never be able to take my laser screwdriver because yeah. I'm the only one who can use it." Or he's never tried to take yeah. it. Yeah. What What's he been doing? Crosswords. I mean, <laughs> I must admit though, I did like that bit because as much as I love David Tennant um, as the Doctor, he has a real sense of knowing a lot of the mm. time. You know, mm. sometimes when they put it, and he'll be like, "Ah, oh, yeah." It's this. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that. So it was quite nice to be like, you don't know everything. It was actually quite a nice moment and makes it more believable about science fiction TV Mm. shows. Sometimes sometimes it's good when they're stumped, I think. Uh, You want them to eventually go... I know, but you, when they start really early with, oh, well, I know what's going on, you're like, oh, well, I'll leave them. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how it turns out. Although the doctor in one day does say to the master, I need to, t- I need you to hear this like three times in the day. Times that three times per day by 365 days. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. You'd be like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Stop telling me I need to hear this. <laughs> I've got to say, I'd be hitting the doctor, not Lucy. But anyway. <laughs> uh, we see a statue of the master and he's even carved himself into Mount Rushmore. Considering Mount Rushmore was created as a tourist attraction, I'm not sure it'll be doing its job considering there are no tourists anymore. No, I don't imagine anyone's picnic, anyone. Yeah, and Martha's also managed to get there within that 360 days. Have a look and then carry on. Her walking across America (laughs) reminds me of Forrest Gump. Like, you can just imagine at one point they meet up halfway through, like, "Mm, Martha, mm, Forrest, yep. I think it would only be funnier 
if Martha had got to Rushmore and put glasses and a moustache <laughs> on the master <laughs> and she leaves. That's why she's a legend. Yeah. 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 The master is building rockets out of any scrap metal he can find. Russia hosts over 100,000 rockets, which, considering he, we're later told that the, ma- the master has 200,000 rockets, means Russia has half of all the rockets. Well. Lucky Russia. Bloody Russia. You just knew they'd fall in with the baddies, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, America has a lot of space, but, you know, yeah. they have Mount Rushmore. So. Yeah. The master is planning war with the universe to establish a new Time Lord Empire, although not sure how he's supposed to do that with just himself and the doctor who he constantly tortures yeah so what is he gonna you know mate with his wife and have half Maybe. human half time lord yeah i mean it just she- seems like a silly plan mm. this was the point in the episode where i was just like huh yeah yeah and it was what caused me to watch the episode before because i was like have mm. i missed mm. something no, no it yeah. doesn't make any sense no. of all the things you could get done in a year having a half time lord baby is actually one of them yeah, yeah. we could have had a half time <laughs> lord baby here she could have been pregnant yeah. I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. I Look, anyway. I think he's as nutty as a fruitcake. He <laughs> yeah. probably doesn't have a plan. Yeah, he just says, oh, it's a new Time Lord, Empire, blah, mm. blah, blah. The Toclophane descend and Tom realises that they can't see Martha. The TARDIS key perception filter makes it harder for them to, to notice her. Although good thing that Martha apparently found a way to make people she wants see her. Uh, she says that it's because Tom wants to see her. But in the last episode, we saw that even when Martha looked directly at the Doctor, her mind was drawn elsewhere. Oh. But apparently Tom's hot enough that he can just see her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, a good you only want good-looking people to see you, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to have to walk across the earth and then deal with ugly people, hey, you know? Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> no, I can't see you. Can't my face is here and my boobs are here, baby. <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> Oh, look at the good-looking person over there. <laughs> uh, then we have another cut. It's almost 3 p.m., so the Hooby gang get ready. The master gets a massage at 3 p.m. and makes a big deal about how gorgeous his masseuse is. He makes it all sound like he's going to get a full-body massa- uh, massage with a happy ending, and then he just <laughs> takes his jacket off, sits in a chair, and gets a neck massage. You know, I've got a friend who was uh, travelling for – he's a, a lecturer, yeah. and he was in Singapore mm. uh, staying at the Hilton – and he decided to go and get a massage in the hotel. And he said he went there and the woman, he went in and he said she was really done up, like a lot of makeup about mm. his mother's age. And he said she kept massaging him and flicking the towel up and he thought this is weird, mm. you know, this doesn't normally happen. I'm at the Hilton. Anyway, when he rolled over, she was doing that again, flicking the towel up. She said, uh, do you want me to massage your little brother for you? It's only t- extra $25. Oh. <laughs> And he said, because he said he couldn't think of what to say, he went, oh, no, I've got to go for a run later. (laughs) I was half expecting that to happen in this episode. Yeah, wow. It was so, like... Sexual. Oh, yeah. I love calling it his little brother. Yeah. Like, yeah he, looks said- o- he looks over a chair and he's like, Do you want a massage yeah. as well? Like, oh, no, I'm fine. Thanks. I've got to run later. I said to him, You should have said, Great. He's in the room. Why? <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. I always, I always laugh at it because he's such a sweet sort of guy who just wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. No. You know, so he's like, oh, No, it. 
gotta go for a run. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you say sexual, like in in the cutscene, the the master literally says to Lucy, "You two should get to know each other. That might be fun." Yeah. Like oh, it's, yeah. he's insinuating we're gonna have a threesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's into orgies, menage a trois, S and M. Such a juxtaposition, like from other episodes that are really childish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I can think of in my brain right now. I remember watching this and I was like. What? Yeah. It's just so different. It's a bit uh, adult. Mm. So, and then like the whole creepy underscore in the episode before where he strokes, is her name Tish? Tish, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, you yeah. just stand there and be gorgeous. Uh, yes. Excuse yeah. me. Are we watching yeah. Doctor Who here? Yes. Or yes. Doctor Screw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why have they not made that? Yeah. I'm sure they have. <laughs> I mean, there are Doctor Who porn parodies. They just haven't named them Doctor Screw. I there like Doctor Screw. It's like carry on in the TARDIS. (laughs) Carry on in my pants. (laughs) My pussy's so wet. Because it was raining. Sorry, is this an episode of uh, uh, what's that show? Uh, Are You Being Served? Are You Being Served? That's right. I'm free. Yeah. It's the same sort of humour to the carry on movies. Uh, Back to the streaming app and. Captain Jack breaks out of his restraints. The master's coat is delivered to the doctor and he threatens the master with his own laser screwdriver. Yeah. So the plan is bust and Martha's family are locked up. Martha and Tom meet Professor Doherty, who is trying to fix a TV and complaining about the lack of countdown. Mm. Uh, Martha says that TVs don't work anymore, but then how are people watching the transmission from the master? Uh, Yes. Everyone's like abandoned TVs, but then the master communicates through TVs. So who's watching it? Well, they're they're probably a shop window somewhere, you know, (laughs) the TV and everyone's gathered around. In London, they're everywhere, shop windows. Also, how lucky that Martha meets up with someone who's trying to get a TV working just as the master's mm-hmm. about to send out a message. Yeah. Yep. I was oh, I hope Martha saw that. No, she didn't. Fuck! <laughs> she missed it! Keep rebroadcasting it every hour. <laughs> the master suspends the doctor's ability to regenerate and all 900 years of his life crash together at once, turning the doctor into a Dobby-like house elf. Oh, my goodness. He looks like a Muppet. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, with a giant oh, head. It's, it's terrible. It's so funny. Oh. The, only, the only insinuation is, I think, because... You know how you seem to get smaller as you age? Like you kind of hunch over, basically. I think he's mm. taken that to the nth degree and gone, oh, you just keep getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, they yeah, just turn the dial all the way up with yeah, that yeah, effect. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's like so much CGI on like one character and it's like, why? Yeah, it's how, like, just not necessary. No. It's really not. And like, especially when we were talking about all the adult themes in the run-up, like the master and he was quite unusual for Doctor Who, I think, and that he was really sexual, like we've discussed. Mm. And then that. Yeah. And I was like, you've yeah. just taken away all of that dark adult themes yep. and we're just essentially looking at a gnome. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's right. You, you popped a so, Muppet in. It was such a shame. It was just a moment of like, oh, yeah, I'm watching a kid show. Yeah. It yeah. was like a crashing down moment. But then the, the clothes don't shrink as well, so then the, the house <laughs> elf comes out. So imagine at some point he'd just come out and be like, oh, right, okay, we're just going to see the full Doctor Naked then. <laughs> But good thing the master managed to find someone to, like, knit together a tiny little suit for him to wear. <laughs> oh. Did he have that ready? He's like, yeah. which one do you want me to? Or did they grab fucking t- sew him a suit? That would be <laughs> so- I don't want to keep seeing his fucking Dobby penis, all right? <laughs> Jesus. That would suit his mad characters. I've got you a whole new wardrobe, <laughs> tiny doctor. <laughs> he is very Dobby-like, isn't yes. he? Oh, it's just... 
Uh, I uh, burst, honestly, burst out laughing yeah, when yeah, I was watching yeah. it again because I forgot just how stupid yeah, it that, was. Yeah. I remember going, well, <laughs> credibility just fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martha has come to Professor Doggerty for her help into getting one of the toclophane. They open up the sphere and find a face inside. Martha is horrified when the face tells her the skies will be full of diamonds. It's the little boy. It's the little boy. So I can't remember. Was this a previous episode? Yeah, that was in Utopia, yeah. Because yeah, I the, can't remember that this, episode. There's a little boy and he goes, you know, made of diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was that, that was well thought out. I, yeah. I liked that. That was dark and and creepy. But I'm still getting over the fact that there's dobbies in a cage. <laughs> yes. You know, but then it's just like a face. They've managed to like I it was work, really well done. work themselves down, and it's not like just a brain in there. It's mm. a whole face. It's I know. Like, that's a lot of real estate in that in that sphere. It is, but I um I, I really liked that, and yeah, I thought yeah. it was uh, horrifying to look at. Yeah, that's right. That kept the dark theme. They just c- couldn't quite manage to keep it for the mm. whole thing because every time I went back to look at the look in at, a bird cage, yeah, like you just mentioned, look at the doctor in a cage. I mean, you know, it just they could have at least shrunk him down to like the Swedish chef. Oh no, 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 no. that would have been funny. <laughs> Yeah, but it, I mean, it's horrifying to think that the humans at the end of the universe are mm. just going to find nothing mm. and go completely insane. And be put in these machines. They're yeah. like the Daleks sort of, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, yeah. except we're not green and blobby. <laughs> no, we're just a face. Just a face. <laughs> just a face. Well, just keep my face, okay? I like it. How do they mate? Uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, God. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, that's bang, bang, bang. That's bang. Dr. Screw part two. <laughs> <laughs> NSFW, maybe? Like, we don't, not entirely sure what's going on. Maybe they have large penises they eject. Oh, like facial octopuses. They throw their penis penis at them. Uh, The TARDIS was converted into a paradox machine to enable the Toclophane to kill their ancestors, which they like doing because it's so fun. So Mm. Tom shoots it in its dumb future face. Mm, That's right. Made of diamonds. I don't think so. Diamond this motherfucker. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> we could have got more information. Whatever. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Don't you hate that when they killed them? And then yes. you go, we could have got more information. Nah, we couldn't yeah, have. Just- to be fair, I was just stumped, so I was kind of relieved that he shot it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just- it is. Kill it. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of it. On the Valiant, we have more cuts. We see the Dobby Doctor in his new birdcage. Uh, And we see the Jones family now locked up. They take turns talking about how they're going to kill the master and Francine and Clive share a kiss. Because if you want your divorced parents to get back again, a secret year of slave labour is the best way, apparently. Oh, Oh, I think lock them up for a year, they'd like each other or kill each other. It's the parent parent trap too. Oh. (laughs) Slave (laughs) labour. Love it. The master took Lucy to Utopia, a time lord and his human companion. The lack of anything broke Lucy, causing her to realise that life is meaningless. I mean, geez, we all go through an emo phase eventually. Just listen to My Chemical Romance and make vague book posts about how life is meaningless like the rest of us. But that, to me, doesn't explain how she reacts to everything. Mm. I just think there's got to be more to it. You know, yes, it broke her, but Mm. she must have been an absolute bitch beforehand if yeah. she doesn't find I any of this. I was waiting for her to be revealed as something yeah. or some mm. creature. 
Mm. But she just stands there in that red dress and then just shoots him, and then I'm like, oh, that's mm. the end. Mm. Well, she, I mean, she does seem to be quite vacant. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a better explanation than nothing. Like in the first yeah. episode, I was thinking, well, why is she helping the doctor? And, and understanding that. Literally, she's been driven mad by the fact that nothing means anything. I mean, you know, in in a hundred years' time, no one's going to re- remember this fucking podcast. Like, nothing means anything at all, anyway. Yeah, I know, but mm. I'm not going to just, well, you know, yeah. lie in my bed till I die now because <laughs> because no one's going to remember my podcast. That's it. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> We need to start get a time capsule to put it in there. Just put it on Facebook as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah because Facebook, they they say that if if Facebook goes down, this whole like ten years or something is going to be missing in humanity because mm-hmm. it, it, we don't have any physical records. No one's printing out photos. No one's you know actually has physical stuff. We'll just have all the scrapbooks that m- mums make around the world. Oh, so. well, we might. Have, uh, what I always think is, you know, when you're doing. Um, you're looking at your ancestors, like you mm. get on Ancestry.com and you find a few things and you're like, oh, you know, my great-great-great-grandfather was a convict, blah, mm. blah, blah. You think about the generations like my great-great-great-grandkids mm. will just be able to get on and go, well, you know, here's mum drunk at a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's mum with a dog and another one with mum with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> my third great-grandmother loved dogs, you know, it, Hey, There's so to, much out do there. Do you want to check out my grandma in a bikini? There's so many yeah. photos. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here she is swearing about something yeah. else. <laughs> Quite the potty mouth, grandma. The future versions of don't you, uh, like where did, where did I come from will be like, mm. uh, I'm so sorry we found out something very shameful about your grandfather. He was an Instagram influencer. <gasps> oh, God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know we had such a shameful secret. Uh, he was a Trump supporter. <laughs> oh, my <No>. Lord. <laughs> he, he was an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah. my and God. And that's why we won't be having kids because we don't want that lineage to be passed yeah. forward for future generations. <laughs> the master leaves to go to bed with Lucy and the Toclophane follows, presumably, to watch. Mm. Martha reveals her plan to Doherty and Milligan. She's been travelling the world searching for the pieces of a gun designed to kill a Time Lord to stop them from re- regenerating and presumably to gain enough experience to reach a high enough level to defeat the master because apparently this is an RPG. Yeah, and you've got to keep going, yeah. keep going and build up your energy and such pick an up obvious things as you plan. go. Yeah. yeah, so what's the, like, the gun is pointless. Yeah. It's a uh, furphy. But it's an actual thing, yeah. Has but that's what I want to know. Did she just get one person to create the whole gun, random gun thing, or has she actually been travelling to different places, being like, "All right, I need you to create this fake chemical for me, so it can look like that's why I was here." I don't know. They can't see her anyway because she's got that archangel force field. So why does she need the pretense of collecting this <laughs> fake gun? I think what I don't, it, I don't know if I'd miss something. I think I, it's a misdirection my- for the master. Yeah. So they want okay. him to think that she's going to try and kill him. Yeah. So he can see her movements then. I think. Well, she gets he, the master gets information right. from okay. the people that she. So meets. it's like a cover story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're on the doctor's side, you know. You want to work for the, for or the good side, and then they take your parents and say, right. We're going to kill your parents unless you give us information. So you go, okay, so you give information over to the master. So he's using the old I'm going to kill your dog Mm. sort of uh, Uh, concept. Yeah, because we see Doherty 
giving information about Martha's just been there and she's got this gun. Because he's got her son. Because he's got her son, yeah. Mm. So so I don't know where they are. They must be, are they all on the Falcon? Does he have like a like hostage down the bottom? <laughs> he's got the, the Joneses up the top and then I've got uh, Doherty's son and <laughs> I've got So did he know Chloe's that she parents. was going to Doherty then? Yeah, she so this is all worked wrong. out. Yeah, because because she's, she's a scientist. She's at the point where she's ready to confront the master. Basically. So she's aiming to get get there, right? That's yeah, why she walks yeah. out when he's yeah. There. So yeah. Her, but yeah. also, Martha knows that Doherty is working for the master, mm. so she particularly oh, goes gosh, to Doherty. She's so smart for a year. Mm. I, tell I know. You. Yeah, I'm well, just so you know, impressed. She becomes a you know super spy master in a year. Yeah. You know, amazing. <laughs> she is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Actually, we might get uh, some clues in the upcoming Big Finish release, the year of Martha Jones, which is set during the year that never was. It's due to be released in December 2021. Yeah, I think that'll be really good. I've yeah. read some of the novels, just okay. small ones about when she was in Japan and when she's in Russia, mm. and they were pretty good, actually. Oh, so, so they're actually exploring this year? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's there's a lot you could pull out from that year, so mm. yeah. I'd be interested. And Freema Jamin is recording the audio books, so oh, yeah, okay. that'd be pretty with, cool. With their, they're full cast, aren't they? Full yeah, cast I believe so, audios, yeah. yeah. As Martha and Tom leave, Doherty tells her she doesn't look like a killer, which is precisely what most people say about serial killers. Mm. (laughs) That's right. All the neighbours go, he was so quiet, never heard anything. So sweet. Bit whiffy, but, you know, (laughs) other than that. That's basically how they found Des, the one that D- David Tennant played. Oh yeah, because they oh, found yeah. bones in the in the sewerage and in his. Uh... He didn't think his plan through. Did no. He? Did well, you know that he tried to say to his neighbours that it was KFC yeah. bones? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. And they were like, "If you've got some, can we have some?" And he's like, "Here you go." No. <laughs> <laughs> just off the topic, David Tennant played that role so well. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah. so fantastic. very creepy. Gee, he's yeah. a good actor. Uh, there's a very short scene cut here where the master creeps up on, uh, to the doctor in his dressing gown and says, guess what? That's it, basically. That's yeah, the whole I scene. I why they cut that. Yeah, just probably for time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised that it was cut as it serves no real purpose except that you get to watch John Sim prancing around in a dressing gown. I mean, I that is worth keeping it. It yeah, is, it yeah. is. I mean, you know, a villain in a smoking jacket is a good thing, I'd <laughs> yes. say. Tom and Martha head to a nearby f- London flat filled with people. To give them hope, she tells them the story about, about the Doctor and how he saved humanity many times. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, being English as well, and you see it a lot in English things, it was just a real, like a World War II, like in the Blitz sort Mm. of moment. And like English people will never let you forget that we had Winston Churchill and we won World War II. And it was just, for me, it was just one of them... (laughs) Moments, it's like, okay, okay, we get it. Queen and country. (laughs) Like, we can rally together and we can defeat this together. And I was like, oh, my God, gross. We will defeat them on the beaches. (laughs) We will defeat them in the midst of Doctor Who. (laughs) But it is... It's also just so sentimental. It's just... was just... A straight look. I've seen what people are like in COVID. There'd be a whole lot of people going fuck the doctor. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Do you think, think all them people living in like a essentially a squat mm. house yeah. would be listening intently to the stranger who is Not- wanted? Do you think they would just compromise their safety and listen intently? I'd yeah. like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like- hey, people are looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, remember they have no food because they ask when he comes in, "Do you have any food?" He's like, "No," and they're like, "Well, we don't have any food. We've only got water." So they're all very hungry. Mm. 
And they're like, all right, it's time for a story. Yay, yeah, story she's like, yeah, time. Right, I'll talk. I don't want to listen about this bitch's amazing yeah. year. And I've just been sat in this house. And then That's I went to Japan all. and, oh, my God, did I eat so much food. <laughs> Shut up. Sushi. I walked across America. Well, especially if you haven't eaten and all you've got is water. Wouldn't you all be nodding off because you're really tired? Yeah. Oh, and you really just well. eat her. <laughs> they just stay up all night, work all day, and then they just stay up. When do they fucking sleep? Yeah. Actually, I think I, we could have just eaten him. Um, yeah. He's quite attractive. <laughs> just Tom Milligan on the, on the spit. I always wanted to eat a pretty man. <laughs> Here, Martha, eat this. I thought we didn't have any meat. Where's Tom? Yeah. <laughs> have a bit of thigh. <laughs> oh, no, I know what bit she'd eat. Dr. Scrooge. Dr. Scrooge. Just a, just a bit of an hors d'oeuvre, isn't it? Oh, I thought, I thought it'd be bigger, actually. Oh, anyway. I thought it'd be a meal, but no. Entree. Martha mentions that she loves the doctor and Tom Milligan looks a little crushed. Sorry, buddy. Oh. Yeah. And I just, why? I don't want her to love him anymore. She yeah. sent her off on this year when mm. he could have sent Jack, who yeah. can die and come back again. Yeah. You know, fuck him, I say. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a shame for Martha's character because we've Rose, it felt so organic, their love mm, story. And yeah. I felt that Martha was just essentially like a rebound. Mm. Yes. And yeah. it was a shame because she was so great other than that. Yeah, other know. than the lo- unrequited love yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, the master appears on the street and Martha gives herself up to save innocent people because it's what the doctor would do. But then we also know that this is what she wanted to do. Yeah. And yet she hides for some reason. Well, because you don't want the master to think it's too easy. Yeah. If it's too easy... He's, I mean, he may be as He'll nutty as a up, nutty yeah. as a fruitcake who wants to have orgies, but <laughs> but he's still he's still not that dumb. She could have at least let Tom know though, because he just pathetically threw himself oh, in yeah. front of her. Yeah. Oh. At least let him in on it. Like, hey, look, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw yourself in front of me, so you get shot. But don't, don't if do he didn't throw himself in front of her and get killed. It looked like the master was just going to shoot her right there because it isn't until oh, after yeah, he gets true. shot that he goes, no, actually, the doctor should watch. So if Tom hadn't run mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. like, he would have just shot her and been like, well, end of that plan. <laughs> but, I mean, we all know that that's always the problem with all of the villains, yes. isn't it? I'm yeah. going to kill you in two or three hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so I'm not going to get rid of my problem now. Yeah. Draw this out in a very overcomplicated manner. Yeah. And that's, I lose. It's one of the things that I loved how the, they pointed out in um, what's his face? Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. I right. love the fact that, the, you know, the sun keep just kill him. Yeah. Shoot him. No, we've got to do this bit. <laughs> but they really point out how yeah. stupid the villains are. Yeah. On the Valiant, the Master has assembled Martha's family, Captain Jack and the Dobby Doctor. He confiscates the Vortex Manipulator and makes Martha kneel before him. He starts a ticking countdown for when the Master's fleet are ready to fly. As the Master gives his ec- ec- epic speech, Martha starts laughing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's her yeah. that now mm. knows what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's not the doctor, it's her. She's done all the bloody work. It feels really satisfying watching mm. it, even yeah. though you know she's going to win in the end. Mm. It's still that nice. Mm. And when you see that break in the master's mm. face. It's yeah. Like, yeah. When she explains, you know, she explains the plan, he's like, I don't care, whatever. And then she's like, the satellites, he's like, uh, what? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's real nice. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's great. Mm. Uh, Martha's real plan was to travel the world, telling the story of the Doctor to the people of the Earth. The Doctor told her to use the countdown, although hopefully he explained his plan a little bit better than that. Otherwise, Martha would, would have, might have spent the entire year trying to assemble the desire of the TV show Countdown. Mm, it's use the, the countdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got the two deserts together. What do I do with them? <laughs> Martha told the people of the world to think of the Doctor when the Master starts his countdown. For all the people of the world to say the name of the Doctor together whilst being plugged into the Archangel Network, a telepathic network used against itself. If you believe in fairies, we can <laughs> save Tinkerbell. Oh, it's just a bit of – I know the show is called Doctor Who. Oh. I know it's about the Doctor. Mm. I know that. But, oh, my God, yeah. what a smug prick he yeah. is in this bit. The whole world chanting yeah. his name. It just, yeah. Everyone changes him and then he rises Christ-like. Yes. Oh, yeah. my like a God. resurrection. Oh, my what Lord. What a gold complex. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. he, he gives the doctor the ability to pass through the birdcage to grow back to normal size and make sure his clothes grow as well. <laughs> oh, thank God for and that. And shiny white new converse. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a whole year to plug himself into the Archangel Network. Oh, well, then he did have a plan. So he, that what uh, what was the one a couple of days ago? Well, that was just a, <laughs> what was that? If that had a work, <laughs> we are so bored. Martha, Martha, it's okay. I've defeated the doctor. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, the Doctor disarms the Master with his new Force powers and flies over over to him to tell him the one thing he's been trying to say all this time, that he forgives the Master. Oh, my. Christ-like. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Yeah. 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 I think what happened is that much. when you give yourself the fact that, oh, all of this won't matter because I'm going to reset it back anyway, you can do anything. You can basically yeah. really lean into the Christ-like Doctor. Yeah. And it also feels like all like the technical jargon just doesn't matter as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. And so you have these adult dark themes, then you've got Dobby, mm. then you've got the let's all rally together and say the doctor's name, and then you've got we can bring Tinkerbell back. Yes. And these yeah. three things really bugged me. Yeah. yeah. Really and also me. just the logistics of that. I mean, I know it's not real. but time- What? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, well, we don't remember the year that never was. Oh, that's, well, what, yeah, that's what yeah. Chloe's saying. Yeah. yeah. Time zones? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like – Martha, mm-hmm. that's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm. Japan is what? I can't even work it out. I don't I'm know, but what if I work. slept through it? Oh, shit, well, I yeah. forgot to wake up and say <laughs> and the say doctor. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that one voice would have made all the difference. Yeah. Well, it was two in the morning. <laughs> but it's it's also interesting because, like, whenever a show wants to do something that is basically magic, they're like, oh, it's psychic powers. Don't worry about yeah. it. Mm. That's sci-fi enough. Mm. It's like we can't even prove right now that people have, you know, have psychic abilities mm-hmm. but in sci-fi it's just like oh yeah yeah it's sci-fi and it does like everything yeah it's in the umbrella I, like, um, yeah. it allows him to fly it allows him to grow <laughs> it allows him to be christ to, yeah to de-age it gives him force powers mm-hmm. it fucking you know he's a jedi basically yeah. i just would have liked those three bits i just would have liked something else something yeah. i would have Something that stayed with the theme that was that they'd built of this dark, weird. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I did think of Tinkerbell. Yes, <laughs> every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wing. Oh, <laughs> but you've got to believe. Yeah. <laughs> we believe, Doctor. <laughs> 
the master teleports away, but the doctor catches him and they land in the quarry overlooking the rocket ships. The master threatens to destroy Earth by igniting the black hole converters inside each ship, killing everyone, including himself. But the doctor knows him better than that and he removes the control from his hands. Yes, but then the master does the exact opposite. Yeah. And he won't regenerate. It's it's interesting. It's yeah. It's it's always interesting when it's like if if a baddie kills a couple of people, then the doctor's totally fine to like kill you. Mm. But if you do mass genocide, then he's like, I'm going to fix you. I can't. Yeah, I can't hurt. I, I can't do it. I can't do genocide. You're the last of the time. The lords. last of the time wars. You're my buddy. I gotta say, if myself and say Ivan Malat were the last people, <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem. But you grew up with. Ivan, he's your best friend. We're the last two Australians here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you my skin collection. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm shooting you dead in the head, buddy. Right. It'd go from the last two Australians to me going, no, I'm the last. I'm yeah. the only one left. It just ties in with the whole like Christ-like element as mm. well. It's yeah. like, oh, stop being such a goody-goody. Just yeah. shoot him in the head. That's right, <laughs> shoot him. He's turned you into a gnome and back for a yeah. whole year. Just Kill but he, he just leaves it. He's like, just in case someone else wants to kill him, does anyone else want to kill him for me? Uh, yeah. Anybody, anybody. Anyone, anyone. <laughs> I mean, I can't, but you know, anyone else. <laughs> well, uh, after a brief battle with some guarding Toclophane, Captain Jack gets inside the TARDIS and destroys the Paradox Machine as the Master and the Doctor teleport back aboard the Valiant. With the Paradox Machine destroyed, the Paradox can no longer contain itself. Instead of destroying the entire universe like the Doctor always says a Paradox will, time reverses. Yeah and they returned to the moment just after the US president was zapped. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, how convenient. (laughs) Apparently, time reversing looks like just some people standing in an alley screaming against a giant wind machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, time's reversing. (laughs) And I remember that. That's what I I remember, the large gust of wind (laughs) up the suburban streets of Narangba. Yes. (laughs) It reminds me of uh, when in Spider-Man, not Spider-Man, in Superman where he goes backwards, goes backwards and uh, saves Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. so It's dumb. nothing worse than you walk into Woolies and when you come out, everything's changed. <laughs> oh, no, time's reversing again. Oh, I left my coat at home. She's very Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes. Where's the stolen car I brought here? I don't know where I'm parked. But imagine you're one of those people, you're like, doctor, 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 and then massive wind happens. It's like, fuck, is this supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah. Did the doctor do this? Are we all fucking dead? Oh, we fell for that one. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I ask a Doctor Who science question really quickly? Paradox. Mm. What were they talking about? I got very confused. Oh, because the Toclophane are humans from the far future and they've come back in time to kill humans. Technically, the Toclophane shouldn't exist because they're killing the humans. That they were. Who will eventually become the Toclophane. So it'd be like if I travelled and then came back and walked in this room and saw myself. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Yeah, and then killed us. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like if you found the time machine that we keep in the cupboard and Mm. then you come back because you're like, well, I did a shit episode of the podcast. Oh, God, she has so far, hasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not worth killing yourself over, but you kill yourself because then you wouldn't be able to do the shit episode of the podcast to then go back and kill yourself. And it's a paradox oh. because you've already done it. Yeah. So Captain Jack blasting the shit out of the paradox machine means what? Means it stops the basically because the TARDIS was the only reason that the Toclophane could kill the humans because it was 
suspending two di- time, di- time two periods. dimensions at, at oh, once, basically. Okay. Yeah. Even though we know that there are parallel dimensions, which is the, basically the, the explanation for possible paradoxes, is that mm. when you go back in time, you're going to another version of the universe, and therefore that's okay. This, but yeah, so- it, they want they want both ways, basically. Oh, yeah. my brain is like. Yeah. yeah, I right tried now. to read string theory. My head fell off. Mm. So mm. is it, I know like this is a different episode, but you know the one where Rose goes and it's the parallel universe. Yeah. Is it like the same science in inverted Sort comments? of, except that the, the fact that there are parallel universes actually means that there can be what would be called paradoxes because... They're in separate universes. Universes, but, yeah. But the Doctor is talking about this universe that he's in like it's, you know, the Marvel universe where they just have the one timeline. Okay, so like in Back to the Future where they go back but that changes. Yeah, okay, I think I get it now. But this was a moment in the episode again where I was just like, this is way over my head. But I I think the TARDIS is is holding it. I imagine it's like a bubble paradox Mm. and and then there's – and if you let go of it, what should happen leaks into whatever else uh, is happening yeah. okay. out there. That's my idea. We're always told that if there's a paradox, it'll destroy everything. But mm. instead, it just conveniently takes it back to <laughs> just before. And they're like, whoa, whoo, am I right? Done. Done and done. Yeah. Everybody likes it. Re- I'm surprised they didn't have a big red reset button. <laughs> reset. No, it's a gun. That's the reset button. <laughs> Being in the eye of the storm, everyone on the Valiant remembers everything. Presumably that includes all of the Master's guards who will remember all of the people they killed for the Master and Ooh. all of the staff who are forced to work for the Master like slaves and Doherty's son. And there's a yeah. bunch of people on there who are just oh, fucking, yeah. like, got PTSD yeah. because they worked for the Master, you know. Well, maybe they, there's, like, a trap door. And then yes. there was like an escape hatch and, and somebody pulled it and they all dropped yeah. down. Maybe the wife just shot all of them as well. Oh, baby. <laughs> she she busy, busy, yeah. busy. What happens if you weren't on the Valiant, you know, because they were all conveniently on the Valiant at that point in time. What happens if you weren't on the Valiant but ended up on the Valiant later on? And so you're on the Valiant when it goes backwards in time. Is there now two of you because there's a one of you and or do you disappear and you go back to where you were? I think you disappear. So okay. maybe if you were staff, you did the afternoon shift, yeah. then you're not there in the eye of the storm because yeah. you weren't there at the beginning. I don't know. And then the masseuse just has to remember all the freaking HJs <laughs> that she's given to the master. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you go, oh, no, oh, oh, creep me out. Do you think they all get together and they have like, oh, yeah, remember the year that we all remember that no one else fucking remembers? Yeah, it's the the, um, annual PTSD get-together. Well, because Leo is the only one in the family who didn't experience that year. Mm -hmm. Like, so he doesn't remember. All of a sudden the parents rock up and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're back together. And it's like, wow, okay. Do you reckon they all talk and then when he enters the room they just stop talking? Everyone stops. They look at each other like, He'll stop he, going there for he Christmas. Will never know. <laughs> <laughs> why don't Why don't you want to follow your career in PR? Oh, because of what happened. What happened? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> hey, Tish, you've just got a really fabulous job, and you don't have the qualifications. I'm not taking it. No. Right? I'm not Everything's meaningless. <laughs> There's a cut scene where Martha's mum picks up the handgun and threatens to shoot the master, but the doctor talks her down. Without it, all of the side glances to Francine and her standing at the bottom of the stairs look a little awkward. Mm. The doctor says he'll take the master on the TARDIS and look after him like a pet. Oh, God. That's what I envisioned. Well, yeah. well he's been, the, you know, the doctor was a pet. He was Dobby. Yes. <laughs> Now the master gets to be Dobby. Yeah, maybe it's not being sanctified. Maybe it's just revenge. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and later on, he does have you know the master. Well, not in the TARDIS, but in in a in a thing. Mm, yeah. He does. But those plans are dashed when Lucy Saxon shoots the master, and the master refuses to regenerate to spite the Doctor. Yeah, I st- it still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Really, why doesn't he just blow up the world and kill himself if he's prepared not to regenerate? Yeah. Just takes back the thing and he's like, oh, by the way, you're all dead, bye. Yeah. Mm. I didn't realise it was it was a choice. I thought mm. they'd just regenerated. Well, Only yeah. time it's ever been mentioned as far as I know. Oh, well, but apparently Ramona switches between different bodies and chooses who. She did, yeah. yeah. But I think it's just that time ladies are just so much cleverer than <laughs> time <laughs> lords. They're more in tune with their bodies. <laughs> yeah. Once again, the Doctor is the last of the Time Lords. The Doctor burns the Master Body, so there's no way we'll ever see him come back again. In that Viking ritual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. And then when you watch it again and there's, like, uh, wind blowing around and the go- Doctor's wearing this long coat, I was like, Jesus, it's lucky he didn't fucking yeah. set himself on fire. <laughs> uh, look, I was just pray. waiting for um, Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> to say, use the Force, Doctor. <laughs> And then the clouds part and there's Mufasa in the clouds. He's like, use the force, Doctor. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So, of course, we see a female hand picking up the Master's ring as his laughter rings out. You know, take the jewellery off the guy. Before you you burn him. It's going to burn. Pop it in the TARDIS or uh, pawn it at least, you know, do something. It reminds me of when I used to watch MacGyver with my family and he always had an arch nemesis who would definitely die at the end of every episode he was in. But then in the the next episode that he was in, he'd come back and be like, no, I conveniently didn't get shot enough to kill me and I found a raft when I yeah. fell into the water. It's like, no, you were 100% dead, buddy. Yeah. I get it in terms of like, writing because it leaves something open-ended but it mm. just makes everyone look really fucking stupid yeah <laughs> like it does you the, know the doctor for not cleaning up the jewelry yeah. afterwards yeah you know not waiting around to see if darth vader comes back <laughs> <laughs> anakin skywalker yeah. is an old I man literally burnt the fuck out of you why are you back <laughs> Uh, one more cut. Martha runs up to Professor Doherty, gives her a bunch of flowers, and says she doesn't blame her. Of course, Doherty can't remember what who Martha is. Doherty looks chuffed at receiving random flowers, which you would. But if someone ran up to me and said, I don't blame you, I'd be very worried about what oh I did. Oh, my God. I'd yeah. be like, fuck, what did I do? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, well, in this day and age, what did I post yeah. that upset somebody? What did yeah. I say in a podcast? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Back in Cardiff, the doctor opted offers Captain Jack a spot on board the TARDIS. He refuses, saying that he needs to look after his own little team. I'll bet the the doctor is overjoyed that he refused. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Good, because you're, like, weird and the TARDIS doesn't (laughs) like you. I think Jack is so underused in this episode. I mean, they could have at least had his shirt off for me. And (laughs) he's another one, like John Brett, who just plays the role of, like, Mm. I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to go for this. Yeah. And like yeah. gun ho and I just love that. He just he you what you have fun watching him because yeah. you know he's having fun. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like it's about him. It's basically just a big ad for being like, "Hey, come watch Torchwood Thursdays at 9 p.m. Goodbye." They, they might as well have said that. I need to go and look after my crew. I can't do the accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Torchwood watch BBC free. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that there's something, you know, it's the abandon. It, mm. For me, it's 
almost a, an advertisement for <laughs> be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't do drugs. He might have, don't be do me. drugs, stay in school. Goodbye. Cool. Yeah. 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 Don't very, be the master. He's very cool. Yeah. Captain Jack talks about he may be immortal. Uh, he might not be able to die, but he still ages. Still, there's nothing the doctor can do. Jack came from the Beauchene Peninsula. The face of Bo, they called him. Mm. Like they call me the face of red. So the face of Bo is in one of the mm. Eccleston yeah. episodes, mm-hmm. the end of the world, and he's like in the fish tank, the yeah. big head. Yeah. A big face in a tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was quite a nice tie-up, I think. Yeah. I did yeah, enjoy it was that. Lovely. Yeah. I was quite interested in that, although I remember in the last episode in uh, the first season yeah. for Eccleston, one of the questions that Rose gets is the face of Bo is pregnant. So I'm trying to work out how Jack gets pregnant, but yeah. Well, you know, he's from the far future. True. He's got millions of years to work it out, so. True. In the final cut scene, as Martha walks back to the TARDIS, she calls a hospital to find Tom Milligan, but hangs up without saying a word. She's just checking his there. Just making sure, like, a creepy stalker. Again, creeping people out. Mm -hmm. A bunch of flowers to a woman in the Mm -hmm. middle of the street, and then a phone call to an ER department. I mean, come on, he's a busy guy. Mm -hmm. And then you just breathe over the phone. (laughs) These ones. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if she rocked up and she's like, I can't wait to see Tom Milligan, and then finds out that without the year of him running around, he's got really fat, and it's like, ah, no, no, we need the year that never was. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> the doctor prepares to leave, but Martha has made the decision to stay on Earth. She can't spend all of her time following a guy who isn't into her. Oh. She has that little speech, which, ugh, whatever. I mean, I love that. Uh, it's, I love it, but also it's so cringe. It's almost yeah. very like British soap opera. It's yeah. like, I ain't going to stay around for you because like, I'm better than that. <laughs> yeah. um, and as much as I like it for her character's development, because I feel she got screwed over being like the rebound essentially Mm. it was just a bit cringy to watch I I I think think. she didn't need to tell him that story it's good for mate you live with that bloke yeah Yeah. I Um, think it's good for us to know that yeah but for her to go in and say you know blah 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 head up walk out I think she lost a bit of – it loses a bit by coming back and going, and this is why yeah. I don't yeah. want to be a friend And he's anymore. just a fuck boy because he's just like, okay. Yeah, all right, we'll uh, find someone else. Fair enough. But it'd be great if she walked back in and she's like, so when I was in Japan, right, and I met these two people and they, like, liked each other, but he didn't notice her and then it doesn't matter because they both fucking died. Because, <laughs> you know, if it was from the year that never was and he's like, oh, okay, you yeah, might need to see some – you might need to speak to some people because yeah. – uh, uh, or, or she could have come back in and said message from Lucy Saxon and shot him in the face. <laughs> Putting her through that. She just walks back in and she's like, I'm going to stay here because I spent a year that no one fucking remembers. (laughs) For you. (laughs) And I don't love you anymore. (laughs) So telling the doctor that she'll see him again, Martha leaves the TARDIS. As the doctor flies off, he he runs smack bang into the Titanic Mm -hmm. as the credits roll. Yes, I, I think that Martha's leaving. I think the doctor should have shown some remorse mm. and been mm. sad about it. But, yeah, he's a fuckboy. He's like, yeah. yeah. Because when yeah, Rose whatever. left, he just that emotion in his face was mm. so beautiful. And, in, yeah, I just felt such a shame. Yep. And he was just like, all right. And here's the Titanic. Credits roll. See you at Christmas. Well, I don't have to feel bad about that because she left. And also, here's the Titanic. It was really poorly done and it really reminded me of Classic Who. The Mm. companions would, you know, they'd turn up somewhere in the companion go, oh, I just fell in love with this alien. And the doctor would go, okay, you can stay. And he'd leave. (laughs) And then he'd never mention them again. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. and then with the Rose thing, it was all right. I didn't mind him mentioning her for a little bit, but yeah. it went on and on and on. And then I was like, oh, get over it. <laughs> you know, anyway. Mm. All right. Uh, before we give it a score, is there anything else anyone would like to mention about Last of the Time Lords? It had everything I like about David Tennant as mm. an actor. I thought he shows his true range from Dobby the house elf to... <laughs> yeah. Although he- most of that was done behind a CG. Like, I wonder if he ha- actually had to wear the motion capture suit and be like, wow, I'm Dobby, the little house so. elf. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and are there nude photos of that? That's the <laughs> yeah. other thing you need to know. <laughs> or he just sat in a recording booth being like, now I have something to tell you. All right, I'm done. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I'm having a day off. Woohoo! But I just want to commend him as well, if you're listening, David Tennant. The end scene where he's holding the master, mm. it was like all of that chaotic energy of being that elf and everything. I honestly nearly shed a tear yeah. at yeah. the end, and I think that's a real testament to him as an actor. So, yeah, I think the episode really tested his range as an actor. Mm. He really sells that yeah. at the end. Yeah. In fact, it pissed me off that he's more upset about the, losing the master than Martha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he really he really does yeah. look devastated. That nothing. episode should be his showreel. Not that he needs one, mm. but he, mm. I think he shows every side of a doctor should be mm. in that episode. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. And I, I did shed a tear when Martha left. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. I knew I would because the first time I watched it, I did. So, And and speaking of, of really good actors, I think there's, there's a point where where um, John Barrowman gives that speech about the Beauchene Peninsula and blah, blah, blah. It's such a naff little speech. Like if it had been a lesser actor, I would have been like, oh, whatever. True. But John Barrowman really sells it because it's like it's really just wedged in there. Yeah. Uh, so you know that he's the face of Beau, but it's like, yeah, uh, that was watching it again. I was like, oh, if someone else had done this, it would have been just like really naff it could have it could have really sounded like it was just wedged in there yeah but it just sounds quite natural there was a lot of wedging in this episode yeah the the (laughs) tapping and all of them you know throwbacks and things Mm. so yeah and and all the main characters get their you know the martha gets her monologue jack gets his monologue Mm. the master gets his monologue like there's a bunch of reasons of being like okay you're in this episode but you get this sick monologue and it's like yeah all right meaty you know that's what and martha's mum gets that scene with the gun i thought yeah Yeah. it's quite powerful as well Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think it's quite good but one of my favorites is is martha when she's just doing that smiling at the master i Mm. think it's just such a powerful little interaction i like it Mm. Uh, all right as we do we like to give the uh, episode a score out of five nakia would you like to go first uh this this is tough because there's Mm. bits of it i like but there's a couple of bits that i just went oh please (laughs) so it was between a 2.5 and a three but i think i'm going to go for a three okay and it's losing the marks for the you know tinkerbell star wars (laughs) um, dobby you know there's all that and the uh let me tell you a story about my best friend who i love that that (laughs) sort of thing but there are other things that are really great in it so mm, so three Mm. three for me do you think do you think martha goes let me tell you a story about the doctor in fact if you want to know the whole story you can check out doctor who on bbc yeah (laughs) (laughs) i brought the box set (laughs) we're gonna watch it all yeah don't worry we're not watching classic who (laughs) so does anyone here in this refugee camp want to be a a guest on my podcast (laughs) (laughs) so a three for you all right chloe Mm -hmm. i think i have to agree maybe a three 
I think where it falls in flabby, cringy storyline, it makes up for in acting ability. Mm. I think John Sim is just Mm. fantastic. And I was a big fan of his like Life on Mars and that. So when he was in the episode, I was like, oh, yes, what a great choice. And David Tennant, as we've mentioned. So, yeah, I'm going to push a little bit more. 3.5. But because of you guys, I am re-watching all of the Tennant series. So maybe it will change Mm. when I watch some more. I, and I think for me, because that this season, season three, is so strong mm. and there's so much great stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. It's, I'm probably harder on the episodes that don't fall, get up to that standard. Um, yeah. And I'll have to remember that, you know, try to remember that for season four. Try, I try to judge the episodes on how the season itself is. And I, I think, think it's hard yeah. with Doctor Who because especially, and I know this was because of like their budget as well, there's episodes really flip between kooky, silly, mm. here's Shakespeare, here's mm. Queen Victoria, yeah. and then the really serious theme. So sometimes they do feel a little bit of a mash of both, and I yeah. think that's one of those episodes where it's like we want to be an adult show. Mm. But also, here's the doctor as a little yeah. elf. Yeah, yeah. So dog. maybe this is, it didn't quite hit the mark with bringing both those worlds together. But I think on acting, I think it really makes up. So yeah. I'm going to go 3.5. There is there is a quote, I, I can't remember who said it, but the, they say that the TARDIS is, is not a time machine, it's a genre machine. And oh, basically, yeah. mm. each episode can be a different genre because that's what you can do in Doctor Who. If you yeah. want a horror episode, you can have a horror episode. If you want, mm. yeah, parts of this feel like a post-apocalyptic story and then the other half feels like a fantasy story, mm. you know, like with the Doctor. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. And and I think that's part of the reason why the show has lasted so long is you don't have to be something for hard everyone, sci-fi. Right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can be a period piece or you could be a future thing or an alien movie or a horror thing. Yeah. Yep. I, I think you've got those those options and that. Yeah. I mean, throw in the light ones. I love them. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's great. But then also, you know, then you throw in something that challenge, challenges mm. you or and occasionally throw in something where you go, what the fuck was everyone thinking when oh, yeah. they put yeah. that and together? Two of my favourite episodes ever is the one with Johnny Vegas, you know, where she gets sucked into the pavement. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Love and monsters. Yeah, love it. And then my second favourite is Blink, which is arguably the most scary piece of television oh, yeah. ever made ever. Blink is great. It's, in, it's, it's always interesting to me that the one episode that is considered like the best Doctor Who episode doesn't have the Doctor in it for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a great episode. It just has people talking about the Doctor. It's quite funny. But I think mm. you're right about it being a genre machine because what other series in the world could have two episodes like mm. that mm. in the same yeah exactly in the same world incredible uh mm. and I, i'm gonna agree with with chloe i'm gonna give it a 3.5 although i will add the caveat that if you watch the broadcast edition with i can't decide in it i, mm. I would give an extra f- 0.5 and mm. say it's a four because i love that scene so much and i'm so devastated that they cut it out of mm, the such streaming version because yeah. i spent the whole episode being like where it and uh, then when i watched watched the other version i was like oh my god they cut it so yeah 3.5 and it's surprising because i always considered these three episodes utopia through to last of the time lords as my favorite final you know season finisher mm, basically mm. and so i i thought before i started watching these episodes i thought i'm going to give one of these episodes a five i know it just have to figure out which one is going to be so i'm i'm a bit devastated to know that i didn't like it as much as i thought i did but they're still good. I still like them. I still, uh, you know, like the introduction of the master. John Sims' master is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I just, ah, uh, I, 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 we never saw enough of him because mm. then when he came back for the next finale, it, he was it was silly story yeah. and it, uh, it just annoyed the crap out of me. So <laughs> I hate it when they 
You know, one of the things that I'm really interested in is the next season mm. with Jodie uh, and that Chris Chibnall's done is going to be one long story yeah. in parts. Oh. And I'm fascinated as to how that will work mm. because sometimes we rush a story because we've got 45 minutes and we go from this great story that you think, oh, my God, this could have been bigger yeah. to a story where it just feels like it's full of padding. So mm. I will be really interested how it works episodically and if it works really well, do they pick it up for some the next show runner yeah. that could eliminate the whole genre thing you were talking about mm, though because surely yeah. they'd have That's to stay in the same world yeah and it's, it's like story. well how how because one of the things about doctor who is good is you can just jump in halfway through or you mm. can watch an episode when you can catch it so is that going to make it a bit difficult for people to jump in don't you know, know. We'll i see, don't know we'll it's see. going to be interesting to I'm, see how it goes i mean as well you know but people didn't say well i'm not going to watch game of thrones because there's seven episodic <laughs> yeah, seasons yeah, yeah true mm. you know they did they we watched things like that so yeah it'll be interesting now what we do is all of our guests chloe when they come on here we ask them what their time lord name would be oh goodness okay. so your time lord name is going to be either what word embodies you or maybe what uh, word embodies what you're aiming for as a person uh or for your life. So the doctor chooses the doctor because he wants to help, do no harm. Adam is? The nerd. The nerd. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I analyse everything. Because he overanalyzes everything. Yeah. My family gave me my Time Lord name, which is the commander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, well, I'm in charge. My husband asks billions of pointless questions, so we call him the Inquisitor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is the procrastinator. And because, <laughs> honestly, the first thing I thought when I watched this episode was Martha has got her shit together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I don't. <laughs> well, I'm she so... had a year to get it together, though. A year is not long. No, a no, year no. is like a second in my life. So <laughs> She had to hit the ground running. But I would, yeah, I'm going to take the procrastinator and make it a positive because I will really mull over, think... Put off, do other things, <laughs> but it will make me wiser in the end. Sure, sure. Okay, so what I want to know is uh, we turn up, we're on our adventure. Yeah. We're in the TARDIS. We turn up. You've got the nerd, the commander. What does the procrastinator bring to our adventure? Well, she doesn't turn up for another couple of hours. Oh, I guess. Yeah, so she's laying things over mm. and um, just furiously doing other projects, frantically <laughs> to take my mind off the mission. Yeah. <laughs> Leave you two to it. I'll turn up six months later and take all the credit. Oh, of course. <laughs> Do you know what happens is we get out of the out of the TARDIS, we get captured, then the procrastinator notices and like, oh shit, I gotta go save them. Yeah. And then procrastinates all... about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got time. I've yeah. got time. I've got time. And also I've been practicing my like sewing skills, so I could like bring that, you know. I'm wiser in this. You, you know? never know what you built or did while you were procrastinating yeah. maybe exactly what we need to solve the mystery. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know? that's Doctor Who in a nutshell. Yeah. Like, oh, I had this yeah. all along. Yeah. That's watching That's watching YouTube. I'll always yeah. be I, – I, I told someone I go through these phases where it's like, oh, I could make my own uh, D20 dice using resin, and then that leads to videos with resin art where people, uh, you know, make resin art. I'm like, oh, I could do that, and then they use a, a wood lathe, so then that turns into videos about wood lathing, and it's like, oh, I could do that, and then that turns into – and then eventually comes back to making dice again, like, oh, I could do that. Uh, yeah, that would couldn't. be my whole episode art. <laughs> 
Honestly. However, imagine the information you would have picked up by the time you get to us. You yeah. go, hey, well, I actually know how to pick a lock because I wanted a YouTube <laughs> yeah. thing on. I'm really good at knitting yeah. and arts and crafts and I'm go. here to now do the shit that matters. <laughs> and I've done a scrapbook of where we've been. <laughs> oh, you're all dead? All right, reset button. <laughs> I made one of those. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know. Anyway. You just, you're just nodding at me. Yeah, Stop well, you nodded me, me. I nodded you. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> nodded at you because I like you. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Ma'am? M'lady? Let me Mom. get out my fedora. M'lady? M'lord? <laughs> Still haven't gotten rid of handshakes and uh, doing bows and curtsies yet. We should do that. Ah, oh, I, I go back to the uh, bows and curtsies. Yeah. Mm. Then I, I don't have to touch people. I can't wait till we can go back to licking each other's faces oh, like we wait. used to. Oh, <laughs> I know. Hungry for better face. <laughs> I mean, I now just lick people's keyboards and they don't mm. know but mm. when I can <laughs> lick a face. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Chloe. Thank it's you been for having me. Thank having you. you. It's been amazing. So, Chloe, is there anything you would like to promote? Well, me and my fellow, what should I say, improv partner, Liz Talbot, uh, got a show in the works. Ooh. Um, not sure. Probably the end of this year. So just keep posted for that. Full Head Foils on mm-hmm. Facebook. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So cool. excited for that. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, so I'm also part of Big Fork Theatre, as mm-hmm. is um, Adam, yep. and um, catch me at Big Fork Theatre. Awesome. Adam. You can catch the hosts on Facebook at Nakia Shoot Comedy and Adam O'Sullivan Comedian. D4WH is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. Nakia also hosts Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick, looking at the weird and wacky neighbours just over the back fence, available where all podcasts are. Adam regularly works with Big Fork Theatre in Brisbane. You can find him in some of the online shows on the Big Fork YouTube channel and also has sketches in the Get It In Ya podcast. If you enjoy D4WH, please consider jumping onto our Patreon and donating. We release episodes early and for as little as $5 a month, We release mini episodes in between our normal episodes. D4WH is part of the Nerd Infinite, which can be found at thenerdinfinite.com. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. This has been fun. So much for joining us is what I said. I said thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. Yes. (laughs) That's all right. Thank you for letting us in your podcast room. (laughs) Wait, is that a euphemism? Yes. (laughs) Well, I've got another shirt I can take off later. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. I love it. There was a, uh, anyway, it was another tangent, but a guy did a a Tinder profile where it's like uh, each photo has him taking off another layer of clothing and then it's down him down to his underwear and he's like, don't do it again. And then you flick it again and it's like him, you know, wearing a muscle suit and he's like, don't do it again. And then it's just a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's great. Anyway, uh, until next time, keep searching the skies for the doctor. Goodbye. Goodbye. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?